This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. I didn't get any notion of this is going to be a fun time. And Willis. I'm going to go ahead and say what this movie explicitly doesn't. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. It is trailer day, dear listeners. Yes. Every now and then, as I'm sure our dedicated listeners know, we run through the recent trailers just to talk about what's coming out, what uh, we're excited for, what we're confused about, etc., etc. Yeah. And I do feel like we did one of these somewhat recently. Yeah. But I feel like it was much more Oscar-based. This is stuff that's all coming out in 2024. This is post-Oscar race stuff. Yeah. Um, no Oscar is here, I don't think. <laughs> I don't Although, who think knows? so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> There's one I see here that I'm like, maybe. maybe. But most of these are 2024 movies. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to run through a handful of trailers and give you our first thoughts on uh, what's coming out next year. Uh, yeah. But before we do that, uh, Josh, you want to walk us through what's coming out this year, this week? Yes. There's only a couple weeks left in the year, which is just not something I really want to think about, um, which means we only have a couple more <laughs> release windows, yeah. honestly. Um, this week for theaters, we have all of these premiering on December 1st. We have Animal. We have Godzilla Minus One, which I'm extremely hyped about. Jacked. We have Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. We have The Shift, and we have John Woo's Silent Night. So, like, you know... Something for everybody in there, to be honest. Yeah, honestly. Um, hearing some interesting things about Silent Night, but we won't go there just yet. <laughs> so that's what's coming for theaters for shows. We have Artful Dodger coming to Hulu on the 29th. We have Obliterated coming to Netflix on the 30th. We have Slow Horses, the new season of Slow Horses coming to Apple TV+. Plus. Season 3. Season 3 on December 1st, which is Gary Oldman, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm hearing the show's good. I mean... Yeah, that's one of... <sighs> I mean, on my list of ones that like I, I want to watch, but I know there's just too yeah. much out there. There's too yep. much out there. Uh, and then we have Power Book Three, Raising Canaan, hitting stars on the first as well. For movies, we have Always Lola hitting Apple TV Plus on the 28th. We have Relax, I'm from the Future uh, on VOD. Which I'm actually kind of excited for it. That's gonna be a Me dumb too. movie, but but I'm like Rice yeah. Darby. You gotta love Rice Darby. Yeah, we need dumb movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have uh, South to Black Power hitting Max on the 28th. We have Family Switch hitting Netflix on the 30th. Uh, the Bad Guys, a very bad holiday hitting Netflix on the 30th. Did which... you see The Bad Guys? You did, right? No. That's the one with like, it's like a shark and a snake and a... Yeah, they're like it's villains, anime. right? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. No, um, I didn't. No. Yeah. I wouldn't have foreseen that one becoming like a, hey, let's make more of them and do a holiday movie. But Right. Sing 3 is coming. Here so, <laughs> uh, And then we have May, December, finally hitting Netflix on the first, which I'm extremely excited about. Apparently, it's in theaters right now. I didn't really clock that, and a couple of my friends saw it, and I was like, damn it. Damn it. Do you think there was a, a conversation at one point at Netflix wherein they said, well, do we have to release May, December in December? There definitely was a conversation. There was some. No there was a route in some. It was an email at the very least. Yes. Yes, no doubt. And they're like, well... Strikes are going on through May, so I guess it's December. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what's coming uh, this week, everyone. And without further ado, let's talk about some trailers. 
So I don't really know how to intro into these. Um, I kind of at the top was saying, yeah, these are things that are coming next year um, yeah. that are, I think, no- notable. Yeah. Interesting, at least. Interesting, at least, for, to be sure. Um, and ones that, you know, made the cut of all the ones that came out that we were like, well, I have something to say about that. So, exactly. <laughs> um, there is one qualifier that comes out in 2023, but That's I digress. Fun. Uh, shall we dive into it? We shall. We definitely shall. Uh, I do feel like it's good that we're starting with this one because we can get it out of the way. Yes. Because I feel like we might have things to say about this. Yes. Uh, but Madam Web, mm-hmm. the new Sony not Spider-Man franchise. Um, yes. Starring Dakota Johnson uh, and Sydney Sweeney and others. Others. Adam Scott was in there, I think. Adam Scott, yeah. Um, so this is a superhero property, and that's about all I've got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about Madam Web. I sent you an image earlier that was like the only background I have is from the 90s Spider-Man cartoon um, in which she's like a multi-hundred-year-old lady you know, attached to a life support system who travels through dimensions, so... Yeah, probably not what's going on here. What did you think of this trailer, Josh? So when it dropped and I will put a qualifier on here, when any of these trailers, these being superhero movies drop, I I'm going in with my expectations very, very low. And so Mm -hmm. when things seem to be at least interesting to me, I'm like, oh, that's a little different. And so the first time I saw this trailer, I was kind of like, hmm. This seems a little bit different, not quite as, you know, this is in the same vein as Venom and Morbius. It's literally in the same universe. It's in that Sony Sinister Six kind of thing. Yes. That didn't really feel like those movies. It didn't quite feel like a Spider-Man movie. It didn't quite yeah. feel like, definitely didn't feel like Morbius or Venom. But then after, like past that, I, I just, it's, n- I it's exactly nothing new. There's nothing yeah. new here. Um. Dakota Johnson, I always love to see, so that's that's cool. But she sees the future, yeah. Which is yeah. something. This is the part where I usually like charm chime in. I feel I like know. with my comic book understanding of what's going on, and like I do think she has maybe not precognitive, but like mental capacities that allow her to see beyond just like the moment kind of thing. Right. My question really becomes like how much of this is going to be just like a drama and how much of this is going to be superhero based because you do see her three girls there yeah. in costume um, and there is the Spider-Man-esque kind of guy that shows up and seems to be like, uh, um, you know, an antagonist. Right. Even though but, she's an antagonist. I, this is where everything gets fuzzy because I'm like, yeah. I don't really know what any of these characters mean to each other. I mean, I would say my guess of what's going to happen, because I think the Sinister Six movie has been reannounced at this point. Yeah. Um, I think they're like, actually, we have been building this for to this for 10 years and we're going to do it. And we're all like, yeah, we fucking know. Please stop. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be a um, Nick Fury esque kind of player in the Sinister Six mm. kind of thing. But I don't know um, yeah. because we're getting to depths of superhero lore that i don't know yeah (laughs) i will throw this out there interesting thing i just brought it up on imdb adam scott plays ben parker oh 
which is a whole lot to unpack. Okay, that is a whole lot to unpack. Um, um, so, so, so I don't know. So, I mean, it can't be the MC universe the, or the MCU universe, right? Um, I guess the MC, it's like saying ATM machine, true, the MCU, yeah, because yeah, Ben Parker would be Uncle Ben, right? Who doesn't? So, we're talking like a you know. 30 years, 40 years down the line kind of thing. Um, right. I guess Adam Scott's not that young. But anyway, I will say I agree kind of with what your vibe was. I was intrigued in the beginning of this, and then it turned into a Venom movie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I Like, I, I didn't get the vibe, but then as soon as we got into, like, the action, I was like, yeah, this feels like Venom, and this feels like Morbius. And, I mean, like, stylistically, I guess it's in the same vein, which yeah. is good, question mark. Um, yeah. But I mean, this train's gonna keep on barreling until we have our Sinister, Sinister Six movie. Um, yeah, good God, Venom, Madam Web, and Morbius are starting your, your and Craven. Let's in, not forget Craven. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which really makes you wonder who's gonna round it out. Like, are we gonna get three more movies, dude? <laughs> you know, Here, uh, here's what I'll say. This, I've given a lot of time to movies that are far worse than this looks so i'll be there True. i'll watch it um absolutely i've got I, like, I have no we say this every time we talk about one of these <laughs> like i'm still gonna watch it i watch yeah. all of them I know. you know yeah um it'll be interesting to see who else they get like yeah like are we gonna get a doc ock movie i'd watch a doc ock movie i would too but you like know? um yeah. but not if it's like you know morbius <laughs> Like, you know, a lot of the same themes that are going on there. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, there are levels to this and I just don't understand. I just big, big yeah. franchise moment for Sydney Sweeney. I think, um, yeah, big franchise moment for Dakota Johnson. Although I guess she has been in a couple of those at this point, but true, true. Um, but this is the MCU baby. This yeah. is Mike this Epps is, is in this movie. Apparently. Oh, that's cool. Mike <laughs> Epps. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's one. We did better there than I thought we were going to do. Yeah. I was worried that we were going to be 10 minutes in being like, (laughs) oh, and you know, like Craven doesn't even know about Venom until, yeah, we Uh, can't, this is the B tier MCU stuff. We can't, we can't be. That's true. It's everything but Spider-Man things. Yeah. Um, (laughs) EBS. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call a little bit of an audible here from our list and I'm going to bring up uh, kingdom of the planet of the apes because I feel like it's going to segue better. Cool. Um, so new trailer for a new entry into Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Didn't know it it's was coming. Been, it's been a little while uh, on this on this series. I want to say like 2016. I want to say. Yeah. Um, I might be way wrong. 17 War for the Planet of the Apes. That's the one with Woody Harrelson. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you watched these movies, Josh? I I've seen the Matt Reeves ones, and I've seen one or two of the OG Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I believe oh, I'm yeah, completely I'm not, caught up on these. I'm not bringing up the uh, the old school. Um, yeah, didn't because, Tim Burton do one? <laughs> well, there was the Tim Burton one that was that was in like the early 2000s. It was supposed to be like a reboot of this. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, we're remaking Planet of the Apes. And then Tim Burton came in and it was all Tim Burton. And people just... were like, whoa. <laughs> but 
I am a big fan of these, uh, this series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's Andy Circus's. this is an insane thing. One of his greatest roles. Absolutely. Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Um, and I put these kind of in the same vein as I put like the monster universe films that I'm, I watch all the time Yeah, where it's like, it's a property, but it's like a low stakes property. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That like, I don't feel the need to go see, you know, war of the planet, war for the planet of the apes in theaters. Although I think I may have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I'm going to watch this movie. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. no Andy Circus in this one. Yes. Which I'm kind of like, okay. Um, and, uh, directed by, um, what's his name? Uh, 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 uh West, West ba- ball, West ball. Yeah. West ball. Um, which known for directing the maze runner movies. Um, yeah. Gives me, which pause. I had no idea that those were stretching into 2018. Yeah. 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 Like, Okay. I I don't know how I feel about that. It's it's tough because like Matt Reeves is such a steady yeah. hand when it comes to blockbuster filmmaking. Like he really understands what to do with that kind of thing. And not that yeah. Wes doesn't know that, but I'm not a fan of the Maze Runner movies. I've seen two of them and they're very, you know, knockoff Hunger Games. Like that's what they are. And I'm also not a huge Hunger Games guy in terms of those movies. I think that there's good things about them. Sure. But, um, so this is like. I mean, it's it's mm. it's that like young adult yeah. content. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, again, I've liked the other two or three entries in this series. I don't see why this one would be any worse necessarily, but I don't I don't know. I mean, the mo- that the trailer looked good to me, <laughs> you know. I'm trying to figure out exactly how many were like this kingdom one is into this series. I want to say this is three. I want to say this is five. No way. I mean, it's because there's there's the one with Franco James Franco, which is the first one, which I think was just Planet of the Apes. And then there's Rise. Oh, and then Dawn. Dawn. So it's Rise, Dawn, War, Kingdom. This is four. Okay. That makes sense. And Reeves did two and three, and Rupert Wyatt did Rise of the Planet of the Apes in 2011. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah, so this is intense. Um, Yeah. I wish, I'm like, what do I have to type into Google to just be like, show me what this series is? (laughs) I feel like Planet of the Apes. Oh, reboot. there it is. Chronological yeah. order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This is so not what I wanted. This is how to watch them chronologically, including the ones oh, oh. from like way back. Yeah. No, 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 no. And like, I'm sorry, but no, it does not start with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It does not start with that trilogy and then go to the 68 Planet of the Apes. Like he's using phones and shit in, in those movies. <laughs> like True. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, I, I need think, to do this, no. but I need to go yeah. through all of Godzilla first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. I, I'm, I mean, this is like totally unnecessary, but I will watch it. It's. I'm going to watch the heck out of this. This is yeah. going to be great. Yeah. 
I'm I'm, yeah. I'm here for this. Like this series, at least the reboot series, has been really good. Like I haven't, there hasn't been a mm-hmm. bad one yet. So yeah, I, I'm in. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. Literally, theaters are no for you on that one. Uh if I get nothing going on. Yeah. All if right, there isn't right. like 40 other things that I if need to see. If they place it right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it comes out in the right nice. point, I will. All right. Let's let's uh, let's back up here to where we originally going to go next. Yeah. Uh, and that is Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Truly. Um, trailer yes. came out for this uh, last week over the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes. Right before the movie dropped, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, so the, yeah, the, the movie just came out this past or tomorrow, I guess it'll be. And uh, what do you think about this? Uh, the only metric I can go off of is that Eras, the the Taylor Swift movie, just dropped yeah. a mere month ago. And so I'm kind of going off of that. And what I know of Eras, which I did not see, is it is literally just a movie of the concerts. Like there's no yes. back, like behind the scenes, no interviews, none of that stuff. Renaissance seems like a documentary about the renaissance yeah. tour which i'm kind of like this is more of what i would want to watch versus and like nothing against the eras tour but like this is so much more intriguing to me because you can see her directing the show you can see her crafting her her thinking behind the stage yeah. uh performances and like what everything looks like and um you know interacting with her children and jay and all of these things and so yeah i i'm not gonna see this in theaters but like it seems like a film about her on tour, not about the yeah. tour. Yeah. Which it I'm like, That's it cool. reminds me, I think, more of um, Michael Jackson's This Is It. Yes. Yeah. You know, as opposed to the Eras tour, um, which I don't know. It's weird because I'm like, I, I I may watch this. It's intriguing. You know, I who doesn't love Beyonce? Yeah. Come on. Um, I will say the only thing that gives me pause on this is that it's directed by her. Yes. Like full stop, like directed by Beyonce, which I don't really know of other concert films that are like or artist films that are full on directed by said artist. Yes. And that gives me pause just because it feels a little more like propaganda to me. Mm, Interesting. You know, not that it's like gonna be propaganda, but it seems to be like nothing that will no bad and not that side. this would be, but no <laughs> bad side at all, or like no like I don't know. It's it's just a weird thing to me that I'm like, there's no other voice to this except Beyonce. You know what I mean? Right. It might Which be is like this is Beyonce. This is Beyonce as Beyonce perceives Beyonce. For sure. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like Again, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing, but I just like I saw that and I was like weird. Right. Because, I mean, you look at like Michael Jackson's This Is It, um, which was directed by Kenny Ortega or um, the Eras Tour, which was directed by um, Sam Wrench. Like, yeah. Or like, I mean, even go to like any of the Martin Scorsese kind of things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing that gave me pause about it. Yeah, totally. And maybe that's like 
maybe that doesn't matter because it's such a broad like you're here for one thing like if it was a Absolutely. Beyonce documentary like this is the life of Beyonce I would be like very very skeptical if she was directing yes. it because like well that we know how this is going to go um but with this I'm like maybe that's okay if you just want this to be like a feel good hour and a half well hang out and with yeah Beyonce. and Beyonce is not like an insignificant creative force right you know what i mean it's not like she's it's not like it's gonna be like beyonce like trying to be all film creative yeah, you know yeah. and it's like <laughs> oh god beyonce you're not film creative stop i'm like right she, it's beyonce she can do whatever. she's gonna be yeah. fantastic in it. yeah it's just interesting to me uh i don't know that's the only it, that's the only thing it gave me pause like there's nothing more yeah. substantial to that but i was like that's weird but yeah, and I didn't really consider that um, prior, but you you are right. It is something that to take note of, especially if I watch it to be like, hmm, how is this framing this entire situation and and yeah. her specifically? Um, but again, low stakes. It's a yeah, it's a movie. I would about love it if it tour. just takes like a drastic left turn and starts just absolutely like destroying yeah, some other artists, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's just about Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 It's about Connie and how terrible Connie yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. All right. Uh, let's take a big swing to the other side of the yeah. field here and Whiplash. talk about the fall guy. Yeah, this is... Uh, um, yeah. David Leach's new film uh, with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Is Emily Blunt like... I feel like she's like an A-list celebrity now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think she's pivoted into A-list in a different kind of way than I expected because, you know, in the early days, she seemed like she's going to be this very dramatic actor and she can do those things. But it's been a long time. Like I wouldn't even put Oppenheimer in that category. Like she's got stuff to do, but not a whole yeah. lot. And like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think of her. I Firstly, I think of her in. um Live, die, repeat. Which Edge of is tomorrow. Not what it's yeah. actually called, yeah. <laughs> Edge of tomorrow, um, which I think kind of redefined her for so many people as like an action hero. As like an action hero, yeah, and a similar kind of vibe for a quiet place, which I think is the second thing that I associate her with. Totally. But then, I mean, I know for a fact if I asked my wife, she would say the Devil Wears Prada. First. Totally. Hands That's up. what I like, was thinking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, but then you think of things like Mary Poppins, Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Like, and that to me, I think is kind of where this pivot is of like not super dramatic, not action star, just kind of like talented. I don't want to even say comedic actress, just like lighthearted actress. Yeah. I, it's hard to define. Um, well, it's, it's interesting that she's pl- placed up against gosling because he's kind of in that era himself right now where he's like not really one thing or the other but it's not yeah like there's nothing about him that i'm like oh this is what you can do like in 2011 i'm like this is dry yeah. he is the stone cold like says very little but will tear your throat out now i'm like he's yeah ken like he's yeah like, you get like drive and uh place blade runner pines, yeah place beyond the pines yeah um, but then, I mean, there's also like crazy, stupid love in there. Like he's yeah. always La La yeah. Land. But yeah, I mean, you put him in like Ken now, and I think um, the Nice Guys yeah. is a big one on that too. Oh, um, such a good movie. Which 
I mean, weirdly brings me to my main point is I wish this movie was directed by Shane Black. <laughs> Did you really? That was where it, that's the awesome. whole time I'm watching this trailer. I'm like, this has and maybe it's maybe it's me pulling uh, Ryan Gosling thoughts from the nice guys because he's got similar mannerisms there. Totally. But I'm like, this has a Shane Black like just romp written all over it. Yeah. And then it comes up and it says Doug Leach. I was like, oh, I guess. And that's the thing. It's like, so it's so weird that Chad Stahelski and, and, um, and Dave Leach like came from the same place. Stunt directors, stunt coordinators, both of them worked yeah. on John Wick and then they split and Stahelski just kept making John Wick movies and then Leach did Hobbs and Shaw and Bullet Train and you know yeah. uh, uh Atomic Blonde all those movies are like not super good in my opinion like they they yeah. have good action but the way but it doesn't really lead to anything more than that and so i'm i like i've after bullet train i was like this was bullet train was in both of our top 5 of the year like yeah and it just wasn't very good. And yeah. now I'm kind of like, you couldn't make hay with Brad Pitt, Brian Tyree Henry, Joey yeah, Kane. Yeah, with a like, top top tier all-star cast. Yeah. All-star Not cast, that this doesn't, but like. Well, but also an unassailable premise. Like they're on a bullet train and they can't get on. Like that is just a genius premise. And I feel like he's just not the right guy to, to pull the, put these things on the big screen. And so I can only get so hyped for the fall guy. Like I just. Yeah. Mm, like well and that's i mean i 100 percent agree with what you're saying like there's a level to which david leach's movies are like not fully soulless yeah but but, like don't have a strong emotional core going on yes um whereas shane black's movies are like all about that and like the comedy and the timing and the physicality and the action of those movies are great but are great while supported by a great story and great character development and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, exactly. I want this to be a Shane black movie so bad. <laughs> Shane black, come back to us. We miss you, please. Um, But I don't, I feel like this is going to have great. I mean, it's what we're saying. This is going to have great action scenes. And then when it comes to like them being, you know, coming together in the end and like, finding their way to being a couple and living happily ever after. It's just going to be the most baseline stuff we've seen before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's riding a high right now that I, I is not, not undeserving. Like he, yeah, his movies are not terrible, but like yeah. he's not going to keep pulling people in with what he's putting out. Yes. Cause I, I'm going to see this movie. Uh, totally yeah i'm gonna see it for sure and i so i put him in a very same uh one tier higher but in a really same um vein as sean levy who like doesn't Mm -hmm. make terrible movies but really just kind of makes down the middle like nothing special movies and it's a bummer because the talent that that both of these filmmakers pull and the the projects that they pull 
are out of this world. They're huge. They have tons of, they have big budgets, tons of stars. And like, I just wish they were just a tad, just a little bit stronger. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where the Shane Black comes in. Cause I like, now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, no, 1000%. I'm like, after (laughs) we finish this episode, go watch the Fall Guy trailer and then watch the trailer for the nice guys. It's the same vibe. Yeah. It's just like, like this movie almost wants to be the nice guys. 100%. Ryan yeah. Gosling certainly wants to be playing his character from the next guys. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And who better direct that than motherfucking Shane Black? God damn it. Uh, um, an- another whiplash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to go ahead and say what this movie explicitly doesn't. Yeah. That this is a musical. This is. Based on the Broadway musical Mean Girls. Yes. Yes. Which going into this trailer, knowing that there are a couple moments where I'm like, they're clearly dancing in this shot. Definitely. But people are going to be in for a surprise in this movie. Definitely. A weird thing to leave out of the marketing. Well, I, I would bet. So this comes out on January 12th. I would bet we get one more trailer that has a, um, musical number in it yeah 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 yeah. i mean i hope in some capacity my wife uh who is the much better barometer (laughs) on this movie yeah than i uh is ill convinced Mm. um i mean she watches mean girls at least i would say probably twice a year Um, as one should i mean yeah as one should um i don't know i don't know where i land on this i mean i would be super on board honestly if Mean Girls just became a movie that we just did again every 20 years for a new generation. And updated it, yeah. Yeah, because what a fascinating, like, matinee that would make, like, in, you know, 2080 to be like, let's watch all five Mean Girls Yeah. versions. And it's just um, called Mean Girls every time, yeah. Yeah. Becomes like a Star is Born where it's just like the the different, like, main people of the time. Yeah. I would, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. What a weird historical artifact we would leave behind. I know. <laughs> uh, but where, what do you think of this one, Josh? Um, it's, it, it's tough because Mean Girls is like a pivotal movie for just about everybody I know, myself mm-hmm. included. Like, it's just one of those movies that, um, it means a lot and it also holds up if you're growing up in that period of time. Mm-hmm. This doesn't quite look, as bad as I thought it could look, I am a True. huge Renee rap fan. I love the sex lives of college girls and she is hilarious in that. And she's a pitch perfect Regina George from that yeah. kind of thing. She has the energy. So I'm like, she totally works. I don't know anyone else in this. I know Tina Fey and Ashley Parker here, but I don't know any of the other leads, which makes me a little interested yeah. and busy Phillips. Yeah. But. Oh, is she? Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Um, oh, she's uh, Regina's mom, the oh Amy Poehler. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, which is great, but I was also like, "Where is Amy Poehler?" Uh, yeah, true. But true. I realized like, that was the old in me being like, "But Amy Poehler." But Amy Poehler. But, um, but but busy Phillips. Like it's it's unnecessary, but also totally necessary at the same time because I think that this is a movie that you can just kind of pick up and plop in any decade and just update yes. it. So. Yes. I think the big question on this one is if audiences accept it as a musical. Yes. 
Yes. It's a big barrier. It is. And like being the podcast resident musical person, yes. um, I feel like it, it, like musical movies are hit or miss. You know, there's certain ones totally. that just don't work at all. And then there's certain ones that can capture that weird magic. Like I think of Hairspray in comparison to this where I'm like, not Hairspray, sorry, Mamma Mia. Mm. Not Hairspray, John Travolta, mm. no. Uh, I think of Mamma Mia in this where it's like, it's a bunch of people singing ABBA songs. Yeah. You know, but in a movie format and an, I mean on a stage musical format as well, it works. Yes. I don't really know why. Um, but then you get things like, you know, Hairspray or to go to the other side of it, like Les Mis that have a harder time translating. Yes. Yes. You know? Not that Hairspray and Les Mis are on the same. No, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not as well received generally as a musical. I don't know the the Mean Girls musical very well. I've heard a couple of tracks from it, but not anything like notable. Yeah. That I remember. Um, But that's the whole thing's going to pivot on whether people are like, oh, okay, I can deal with, you know, Regina George singing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll watch it for sure. I mean, I can't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I do worry also um, that this is going to lean a bit too much into the like how well known Mean Girls is to this generation. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think like the last one of the last things in this, it's like, oh, fetch happens January 12th. Mm. And I'm like, that seems cheesy. Yeah. You know, and I feel like there are a lot of reference. A lot of mean girl references that you could make that would be over the line of, hey, 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 remember Mean Girls? This is a line from Mean Girls. Remember? Get it? Get it? Because Mean right. Girls. Because Mean Girls. Right. Get this it? This is a Mean right? Girls movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that'll be a fine line to, to tow. But. Definitely. But we'll, we'll definitely see. It's coming pretty damn soon. Um do yeah. you think this is the last thing I'll throw on this? Do you think we're gonna see any of the main cast in this? Do you think there will be cameos? You think we get a Lindsay Lohan cameo in this? I feel like they would be dumb not to, and by dumb I mean like they can't even contain themselves to not do that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't care either way, but like I feel like probably <laughs> even yeah. like FaceTime or something like I don't know, like some kind of a, like a yeah, little tiny yeah. thing. I mean, I think of like. We're, we're talking too much about Mean Girls at this point, but um, I think about, uh, I don't know, did you watch Wednesday? Uh, no, but I, I've seen, yeah. So Christina Ritchie yeah. is in Wednesday and yeah. has a pretty big role. And I'm like, that was like a, here's reference. Here's, you know yeah. what I mean? That is like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's talk, since we're talking about Mean Girls, let's talk about anyone but you. I was literally going to swap those. I was just going to say yeah. that. It's perfect. Um, bring in the rom-com back. Bring in the of. rom-com. <laughs> uh, so this is the new rom-com with Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Yeah. I feel like I remember seeing some controversy about this in that like these two maybe actually had an affair or something. 
it's I don't the know. classic viral marketing like ooh yeah. are these people together I, who knows i don't think so cuz they just i yeah. just don't think that happened um it is also important to add that this is directed by Will Gluck who did Easy A like he's someone who very much understands this kind of a movie um yes. uh what do you think about this trailer <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't I don't know. They seem like they're going to have great chemistry together. Yeah. I get a good vibe off the two of them. But I don't see much here that's outside of like your classic rom-com. But do rom-com viewers really want that much that's outside of your standard rom-com? Probably not. Like that's my thing that I'm just kind of like, I think this knows exactly what it is. I think it's not going to be anything more than what it exactly what it is. Yeah. I would be really impressed if it just took a hard left turn at some point. Yeah. And was like, you know, <laughs> just kill off Glenn Powell after like yeah. two thirds of the way of the movie or something like that. But Ooh. I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is going to be your classic, you know, I mean, I think you can tell that what the whole story is from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Which in this case is not a bad thing. No, definitely not. Uh, the only thing I'll say is I feel like for some reason, and it's really weird because having seen Sydney Sweeney in a couple things now and having seen Glenn Powell in a couple things now, their whole thing, especially Sydney Sweeney in The White Lotus and Glenn Powell in kind of just about anything, their whole draw is their charisma. Like they have so much confidence mm-hmm. in, and it's obviously the characters and the writing. And I just felt like in this movie, they almost felt like, I think their chemistry is fine, but they just felt like out of place in this movie. Like they weren't ready to be in a rom-com yet because it's a very yeah. specific kind of a tone that you need for a rom-com. And I, I just I just didn't get that from either of them. And who knows? This is a trailer, so who knows? But <laughs> yeah. I was like, like when they're on the boat, I was like, this is like, bad like this the, is the titanic boat moment yeah this is like or oh no the no boat, no, no the, when they're standing sorry, on there's the several boat moments true, the, yeah true. they're talking the, back and forth i was like this is really tough they don't have they like neither of them are jumping off the screen like they should be in this moment with yeah just them two beautiful people half naked standing in the water like this is the moment to be like oh these are movie stars and i yeah. was kind of like hmm these just feel like two awkward like kids almost, and but they look yeah. like Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I have faith in Will Gluck. I love Easy A. I think it's one of the better rom or comedies straight up of yeah. the you know last ten years. But I uh, I'm not convinced yet. Yeah. That's all I have to say, really. Yeah. Will you watch this? Do you think? I think I will. Why not? Yeah. I've seen everything Sydney Sweeney's been in so far, so I might as well keep that train going. <laughs> and Glenn Powell. For I feel matter. like this is this is a weird thing to say, but I feel like this would be like a really good like I'm hungover kind of movie. Just throw it on, yeah. Throw it on. There's like not a lot like that you're gonna have to pay attention to, right? And if you miss something, you're probably fill in the blanks. Totally could be some good laughs, um, good lines, yeah. you know. But yeah, not yeah. convinced. A, um, I mean, maybe a stepping stone for these two, though, I will say. Could be. Because I do feel like they are both not far off of like their moment as major movie stars. Yeah, they're right there. Um, yeah. 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 And like, maybe we'll look back in five, ten years, be like, yep, that was like the one that they did like right before, you know, Glenn Powell won an Oscar or Sidney Sweeney, like 
won an Oscar or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's pull it back a yeah. little bit here. Um, I'm going to just go to this one because I don't, <laughs> it's not going to tie in with the rest of them here, but we're going to go to Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. The live action show uh, from Netflix. Yeah. Uh, has its first trailer. Um, yeah. Tumultuous, now, I think, this whole thing has been over the last couple of years. Yes. Yes. So this has been announced. The original creators were originally attached, uh, and then the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender were attached and working on it and then leftover creative dif- differences to go to, I think, Paramount, Paramount and just create a whole bunch of Avatar content. Yeah. Um, but Netflix is like, we're still going to do this. Yeah, because we're Netflix. Because we're Netflix and we've already invested a ton of money into it and fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> where what's your where are you on the Avatar uh spectrum? Are you like what's your fandom level? So I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I deeply love Avatar the Last Airbunder and have seen the original series through four, five, six times at this point. Um I didn't watch Legend of Korra. I was kind of like, I need to just keep this cordoned off and i I, this is Mm -hmm. one thing from my childhood that's never being touched um and that Shyamalan ruined everything but um so i i love avatar the last airbender i really really do um what about you uh i would say i'm probably in that same vein um i wouldn't categorize myself as a super fan for sure but airbender and i have been through core a couple times um i will say core is not as good but core is good yeah yeah, I mean, I like I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I I, there are quotes from Avatar: The Last Airbender that make their way into my everyday life. There you go. I feel like that's a that's a good. There you go. Um, so where do you stand on this? I am extremely hesitant, only because I feel like this is completely unnecessary, and have thought this was completely unnecessary from the beginning mm-hmm. because I just doing a retelling of what was yes. already to me basically a perfect anime i know it was a western show but it's a it's in a style yeah. of anime i just i don't know what i can gain from this to be yeah. honest and having seen the trailer you know it doesn't look bad the the effects look good but i will say it doesn't look as far from Shyamalan's as i wanted it to in terms of vibe in tone yes. and overall just the way it looks like the earth bending and air bending i'm like that's just Shyamalan did that this way exactly and yeah so i'm cautiously i don't even want to say optimistic i'm just cautious about this i have no idea the casting looks great you know yes so yes i it feels it i agree with you it does feel like the Shyamalan movie was like a bit of a stylistic source of inspiration yeah and it's weird because i watched this trailer and there are some shots that i'm like damn yeah like there's the shot when they're looking at ang like encased in the ice ball the scope of that feels epic and i'm like fuck yeah here we go sick and then there are shots that i'm like this looks like a soap opera yeah you know, um, yeah, there's certain things that I'm just like, this like looks like it was filmed weird. I don't like I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of the shot of the Kiyoshi Warriors in their dojo. Like yeah. it feels like a Japanese 
like sitcom. Yeah. Um, not sitcom. Uh, soap opera. Soap opera. Like there's weird vibes to this that I'm like, eh. the, I'll, yeah, the tone feels inconsistent across uh, the trailer. Yes. Which is concerning. Definitely. Um, so I don't know. Momo's kind of horrifying. A little bit. <laughs> um, I'm ho- I'm just in my head chalking that up to like maybe the CG's not 100% yet. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just disconcerting. Just like Momo um, shouldn't be live action maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we don't see Appa's face through all of it, which is also the other thing that I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it'll be it. interesting to see how much of this is a direct retelling and how much of it has embellishment beyond yes. the like normal um because there are there are a bunch of things in here that I'm like that's from that scene in the sh- in the show that's from that scene in the totally, show totally totally there are other things that I'm like I don't know where that is I don't know what we're looking at um yeah so I don't know I'm with you that this is like a very dear thing from like to me of like to be protected and it doesn't bode well that the creators left over creative differences. <laughs> Over creative differences, yeah. Um, yeah. But I have already successfully, like, scrubbed a live-action avatar from my mind. Yeah. So if I have to do it again, it'll be easier? I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the only thing I'm, I, I want to say about this, too, is, like, Avatar, and the reason I say that, like, so the tonality of it is so, even more western than normal anime is in the sense that it is antic and it's slapstick and it's funny it is deeply funny like the Sokka character and everything that goes along with like it 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 toes the line perfectly between deathly serious and hilarious because these are kids and they have powers and it's really weird and so I didn't get any, well, sure. Yeah. yeah, But, (laughs) but like, I didn't get any notion of this is going to be a fun time in this trailer, Yeah, which is concerning. And I think a lot of that comes from Aang in that way. We didn't get almost anything from Aang. And Aang is, you know, I think the hilarious center of this. He's a kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or he's a kid who can like fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the whole thing is like about his transformation from a kid to, and a like you know an adult and a full fledged avatar. Yeah, and you're totally right. Like that, it's just not, not there. Yeah. So again, it's a trailer. Who knows? I'll watch. We'll both yeah. watch it, but not as stoked uh, as I wanted to be. You know what? I'm not gonna watch. I don't think <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. Why do they keep doing these? And. Why is Chris Pratt now the go-to voice yeah. for any character when yep. he doesn't do anything at all? <laughs> I just bankable name, I guess. Yeah, but Bradley Cooper, like if we're going to take someone from the Guardians of the Galaxy from fame, <laughs> sure. who is a voice actor. Like come I on. Take the man. one that does a voice action, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And it is just Chris Pratt doing his Chris Pratt thing. Um, it's just Chris Pratt. Like, <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, I guess it took us what just over ten years to get back to Garfield as a property. Yeah, because we needed that so bad. I don't know. The, I the, this trailer too is so bizarre in that like it starts 
so dramatic. It starts with Garfield in a box in the rain. Yeah, meeting know, hiding John. from yeah. Well, hi, like hiding from the noises of the night, and then he sees John eating pizza. You know, and then the whole thing becomes slapstick. And I'm like, like what? I was almost more into that beginning thing. Yeah. But I was like, but this is Garfield. This is not what we're going to get from this. Um, and then it turns and you're like, yep. Yep. There yep, we go. Yep. Yep. There's Garfield. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I good. just, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um. Mark Dindal or Dindel, who is like, you know, responsible for Chicken Little and worked on the Emperor's New Groove and like is someone who's been in the animation space and like knows yeah. these kinds of things. But like to me, Garfield just isn't like a strong or compelling character at all. Like I, I like the comic. Good for three panels. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I just don't care like about this at all, <laughs> um, regardless of who's voicing Garfield. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think I'll be checking this out either. Um it's going to be really weird in like 25 years when a whole just like group of adults discovers that it was Chris Pratt who voiced like all of the big things from their childhood. Yeah. Oh, he was Mario and Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. No, no shade to Chris Pratt, but come on. Guys. No, I mean like, like, and he like, it could be way worse. Sure. You know, in the like Chris Pratt does have comedic timing and he does have like, you know, acting ability. Totally. It's just his voiceover work is so just like him. It's just him. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's we'll jump over then from Garfield to Inside Out 2. Yeah. We're, there um, are some real voice acting going on here. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Inside Out came out in 2015. It's been a yeah. long time, which normally yeah, doesn't happen. For nine Pixar. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Inside Out 2 is essentially like, you know, grow, it's same thing as Inside Out 1. It's just the kid is growing up and now has new emotions. Um, yes. Which could be fun. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is totally necessary. Yeah. I would say I think Inside Out is one of the stronger, like, later pixar movies for sure yeah, yeah you know um like you got into like when you get into like the 2010s i feel like mm -hmm. there was a shift um and i think we're shifting back but like you know monsters university and like brave and finding dory and the good dinosaur and like you know the, there's a bunch of different ones from that kind of era that i was like are not as strong as like Wally and Ratatouille and Toy Story and Up and The Incredibles and Monsters like yeah, you know it's the B tier Pixar yeah yeah um, if not C -tier. but I think Inside Out is the like the standout from that era you know for totally. sure made me cry um, <laughs> yeah I mean it's got fucking heart for days yeah I am excited for this movie mm -hmm. I think it unpacks a uh, there's a lot of story to be told here I think is what I'll what I'll say um. Yeah, you know, a lot of different emotions. I feel like we are getting like three or four new emotions. It's not just anxiety. It looks, yeah. Um, I will say it's weird. It's not uh, Mindy Kaling. It looks like, yeah. Um, and it doesn't. I don't. Was it? I want to say it was Bill Hader that was um, fear. Bill Hader was fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's Tony Hale. Yes, 
which also works. I know it was weird. I like in thinking back on Inside Out, I was like, what a very specific like comedy group for its time period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 2015, like Amy Poehler, Phyllis Smith, Louis Black, Bill Hader, Mindy Kaling. Richard Kind. Um, Richard Kind. Yeah. Like, and now, and so I don't know. It's weird that we're not getting them back because like, I guess, I don't, it seems like a weird thing to not bring people back for who are around. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because this also isn't Pete Doctor this time who yeah you know was the director of the first one director of monsters inc monsters university up like he's he's like brad bird where like they pixar has these john lasseter like he, these people who just crush yeah. it every time and you know i don't know kelsey mann's work really he seems like he's worked around a bit but it's a little untested yeah i mean i think he's a a pixar guy yeah, worked on Onward, Good Dinosaur, Monsters University, yeah. Turning Red, um, Elemental Soul. So, you know, it's not, it's someone in the stratosphere, but who who, know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this. I think this yeah. is going to be fun. God, I hope so. It I would be it disheartening if, if Inside Out 2 was um, not. Shout out Maya Hawk. I feel like that's an yeah. odd way to go. Definitely. I mean, she's getting a lot of work these days and yeah. like is becoming a bigger star for sure. But I feel like I haven't seen any A voiceover or B comedy work from her. No. But um I'm down. Although she was in so Asteroid Oppen- City, but, but true, true. But different. A little different. That's a that's a different kind yeah. of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited about it. this one. I still I it, it's weird. I feel like I keep saying this, but I'm going to watch it. Like I watch all of the Of course. Yeah, you know? Um, well, elemental, yeah. but. <laughs> well, but, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, I, again, we also like you and I watch like 200, 300 True. plus movies a year. So like, <laughs> True. you know, we're not that selective, but. Yeah. Like, um, I guess I'll watch it. Like, Jesus. I guess I'll find time <laughs> in the, you know. I guess in the 300 movies I watch next year, one, one of, of them will be, be the new Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right, let's bring it home. We got one more for you here. We do have one more. Ghostbusters Frozen. Yes. Frozen Kingdom. Frozen Kingdom, yes. Yes. Sorry. Uh, wait, is it Frozen Kingdom? Frozen Empire, sorry. Frozen Empire. Jesus. Uh, Kingdom yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, there we go. There we go. Well, tell me what Are you think. Are you a Ghostbusters person? I am a Ghostbusters person, but I'm not... I haven't even gone into the new one. I know Afterlife is good. People say it's good. I haven't seen it. I'm just like... do. Uh, uh, I will echo that. Yes, you should watch it. Um, I mean, I think I've said on this podcast before that Ghostbusters is one of my like favorite movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fantastic. And... I'm kind of really into this. Cool. And I can't really place why, Mm -hmm. but the closest I can come is this feels like an amusement park ride. Totally. In like the best of ways. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like it has like the same vibe as the original Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like it's like here comes like you know an event that's going to change everything and we're just going to go along for the ride 
and it's gonna be like you know driving around in ecto one and like right fighting ghosts and trapping ghosts and like all this kind of stuff which is a like what a lot of um afterlife was like mm, yeah 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 but afterlife had a lot more like we have to kind of establish like what's going on, like who these kids are and like why we're in Iowa or whatever and all that kind of stuff. Whereas For this sure. like does not have that where we're like, you're just going to, here gonna, you go, here, here come go. ghosts. Here's an adventure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's really pulling the comedy all-stars here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got Paul Rudd back obviously. And like the original, it looks like the three remaining original Ghostbusters all back. It looks like it. Rumor unconfirmed of Rick Moranis. Yeah. Which I would lose my fucking mind. Um, yeah. If that but, happens. <laughs> um, if there. Um, I got like just chills saying that. I know. Uh, I know. But um, but also Paul Rudd, Patton Oswalt in there. Um, Camille in there. Yep. Um, and then like the kids from the, uh, the first one there, the Finn Wolfhard and, um, McKenna Grace. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, this is not directed by Jason Reitman. It is not. I don't know if that is going to make any difference at all. Um, it's Gil Keenan who has done some things that I'm a fan of, some things that I'm not quite as big of a fan of, but is a mm-hmm. director who's been working for a while, um, and has been working on like bigger stuff too. So I, you know, I, 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 there's nothing in here that makes me go, "Oh, this is going to be absolutely horrendous." It's, yeah. He's someone who can command a big set, no matter what. I mean, he's been working since it looks like 2006 on big stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll, wa- I guess I'll watch it after I watch Afterlife. But yeah, it's a weird, yeah, it, it, it's a weird thing that like if it's nowhere close to um what afterlife was yeah then like it's a very clear shout out to reitman and like his talent and all that kind of stuff but also like i i feel like i don't know i am ready to believe like i i don't know i have such like a history with ghostbusters that it's gonna be hard for me to like not love it yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fully aware that my love of Ghostbusters Afterlife comes with an inherent bias, you know? That's fine, though. Like, um, I, you know, because you're also not, like, putting the blinders up to a bad movie and just saying, like, this is great yeah. if it's bad, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I don't have that same vibe with, like, the, um, the what is it, the 2013 Ghostbusters? Yeah. With uh, Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy and, yeah. and all them, which, you know... I still watched and did not hate. Yeah. But like there was something about like the, the vibe coming back to like the original story there um, as opposed to a reboot. So yeah, for sure. No, it makes total sense. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you like, you can't get around the bias, but the bias also doesn't hurt. You're just like, I'll watch it. And if it's good, it's good, you know? So yeah, yeah, I buy that. Ghostbusters frozen empire, man, this is a lot of, uh, a lot of old stuff coming back, a lot of sequel stuff, a I lot mean, of everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, the ones we talked about here that weren't franchises were The Fall Guy and Anyone But You. Yeah, 
made by filmmakers and renaissance that we know of. yeah yeah um renaissance with an asterisk just because it's beyonce it's and, beyonce you know. yeah but yeah i mean madam web superhero planet of the apes mean girls avatar, avatar. last airbender garfield inside out ghostbusters yeah, yeah. this is where we, this is where we live now i know um, <laughs> tried and true but i'm saying this but also i will self props both of us that like we find those smaller movies too like this isn't you know yeah yeah this is not indicative there's still of, so much original stuff out there that totally. we find and we yeah. watch and, and we, we talk we about on tuned in so tune yeah. in on sunday <laughs> yeah oh god well that's a lot of trailers for sure um yes and no doubt there will be more in the future although i'm hoping that we're going to get some more I've, uh, we're done the oscar season so this is just all the yeah. stuff that's been either pushed or is now preparing to come out in early 2024. So it is what it is. Dumpuary, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, Should we do some recommendations? Yeah. Cool. So our recommendation this week doesn't really have anything, I guess, to do with our content, but we're going to recommend a movie that's um under $10 million to make. Yes. Uh, do you want to go first, Josh? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which actually, yeah, what do you got? mine kind of folds right into the last couple that we were talking about uh, in terms nice. of animation. This movie cost, uh, with inflation and going from the, the pound to the dollar, cost about $820,000. Uh, and okay. it's Wallace and Gromit, uh, The Wrong Trousers. Uh, yes. Which... I, the best walls and ground. I mean, it's so good. I'll I, say it. I also love. Yeah, it. This. I think this is the best one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Wallace and Gromit is just. If you haven't watched them, you should watch all of them. They're all really, really great. This might be the first one that I ever saw. It's Wallace and Gromit, two pals who uh, one day mm-hmm. Wallace purchases Gromit a pair of electronic trousers that can kind of do things for him like walk him around and they can walk him yeah yes and in doing so puts himself into debt and needs to start subletting a room to a an interesting character i won't say who it is um who then starts to create trouble for gromit and is just a lovely very dark kind of sad but also yeah. amazingly british movie um <laughs> that is classic ardman uh it's it's like there's sequences in this that are like etched into my mind. The diamond, yes. like every there's just so the train, like there's so many things. Yes. That I'm like, this movie is a classic to me in every sense of the word. And I will say yeah. uh, the big antagonist of my childhood was E.T. Yeah, but <laughs> but Feathers is number two with a bullet. Yes. Feathers is dark and terrifying, and so I love him so much. He's so scary. His disguise is just amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this. You should watch every Wallace and Gromit movie, but this one specifically is oh just of another tier, I think. I want to um, go watch that movie right now. Right I know. Now. Oh I my know. God, that's such a better... <laughs> Well, I, love that movie. I believe it's on Prime right now, so you should be able to just fire it up. If not, uh, I mean, I just need to buy this. I don't. I, my mom has the copy, so I'll just buy another copy. But yeah, there Wallace and Gromit, lovely, lovely stuff. The wrong trousers. <laughs> um, mine's different, and mine, I feel like, I guess, can tie into other things that we talked about in terms of trailers. But I'm going to go with an absolute classic uh, and recommend Rocky. 
Oh. Um, the OG made for a million dollars. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to get into all of the like <laughs> chaos that was the creation of Rocky. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's a book about it. There should there's absolutely be, be a documentary about the making of Rocky. Um, just what Sylvester Stallone went through to get that movie made. Um, but like, you don't get more classic boxing movies than this. Um, you don't get more, honestly, like top five sports movies of all time. Top three. I Um, think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I mean, it's Rocky. I don't, how do I, yeah. What's to describe Rocky? It's just, it's, it's brilliant. I know there's so many things running through my head that I'm like, yeah, it's like the story of an underdog, like, yeah, like, overcoming obstacles but like he doesn't overcome obstacles like and then there's other things that he doesn't like it's such a complex thing that's not just like your cookie cutter story um but also like is because it defined the boxing story yeah you know um on so many levels and for so many subsequent films so um yeah shout out sylvester stallone and what i think is still the role of his life i was gonna say him at the top of his game easily yeah easily yeah um um yeah. i'd spin off what like eight sequels now yeah i mean it's going we had one this year creed 3 came yeah. out this year yeah. like <laughs> how many rockies did they get up they got up to like rocky balboa where it was like we're not doing numbers anymore yeah it's just his whole name it's a lot it's eight or nine maybe even ten at this point but it's a lot there's a lot of rocky movies and but rocky one i mean it's just nine i think yeah yeah there's Rocky one through five, Rocky Balboa, and then Creed one, two, three. Yeah. 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 God. So nine. That's a great one. A million bucks. Look what you can do with a million bucks, you guys. Yeah. Come on. Didn't it win Best Picture? Like, come on. <laughs> like, good Lord. Ridiculous. Rocky's fantastic. <laughs> I think a million dollars might be a little even higher. I think it was only like 900 or something like that, but. Two amazing movies that were made for less than a million bones. Yeah. What the hell? Crazy. Insane. There you go. So there we go. Wait, what's Rocky on again? Uh, Rocky is on, I have no idea. I feel like it's on Max. I do too. It has Max vibes. It totally does. Uh, It's on Max. Yep, there there you go. go. (laughs) Call that. It's on uh, Prime Streaming too. Um, Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And you don't have to rent it. You can just uh, hit play, um, which I think I just did by accident. Oh, perfect. Uh, good oh lord, God. he's so young. I know. Um, it's insane. 1976. <laughs> so there we go. Uh Josh, yeah. uh let's let's close it out. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh wow. I feel like we do this I feel like we didn't do this last week. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find me on uh both Instagram and Letterboxd at Josh J Fuller and where can people find you online Willis? <laughs> I'm glad you had the exact same reaction I did. I'm like, like hmm. when was the last time we did that? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on the internet on Instagram and Letterboxd at WillisFilm. Uh, and if you want to find the pod, you can find us on Instagram and Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters and on pixelsplitters.com. Yeah. Uh, I screwed this up. You it's can okay. find all of our recommendations on Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters, <laughs> including uh, Wallace and Gromit, The Wrong Trousers, and Rocky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that would work. That's not that doesn't work. I want to be like, oh, maybe, yeah, but nah, <laughs> hey, that'd, that'd be a that'd yeah, be a switch. It would be, but both great movies that you should watch in their own, you know, siloed True. out. But uh, but yeah. True. Yeah. 
That just now it's like another thing that I just want to like. I keep having all these things. I'm like, I want to watch all of the Planet of the Apes movies. I want to watch all of the Godzilla movies. I want to watch all, all of the, the Rocky movies. I'm like, Ardman when films. was the last time I watched Rocky Five? I have Dude, no idea. Uh, yeah, it's insane. I, I there's too much good old stuff to rewatch, and there's too much good new stuff to watch. It's tough. The uh, the goal of like watching three new movies every week is like great, and I love it. But, but I'm like, there's so many times I'm like, <laughs> I just want to watch this old movie. I know, which you can do. You can do that. It's true. It's true. But yeah, say lovey. Yeah, man. All right. Well, that'll do it. Um, yeah. We only got a few more episodes left in the season, as Josh said at the top. Yeah. Uh, I think we mentioned last week at the end of Megapixels that there will be one more Megapixels with our top choices of 2023. Yep. Um, which is going to be a hard list. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. As I it think is we, last year. Last year we did top five from the season from the year, but then a runner-up that was like just the movie that you watched this year. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. That wasn't from tw- the year. That wasn't yeah, yeah. from 2023, which I think is the harder situation this year because I'm like damn insensible stuff yeah i've been making a list of like my favorite first watches of 2023 and it's a doozy of a list so (laughs) it's what a year it's been um truly but uh we will we will keep it coming we will keep watching movies for you dear listener um and uh yeah i guess we'll uh we'll take it out and say end of pod